Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up 176. This is the show where I share my opinion on current events. I pluck out four little posts from Instagram, and I'm going to talk about them, share my opinion. Whether you like my opinion or not, that remains to be seen. Generally, the most vocal people are the ones that disagree with me. So shout out to all the the haters on YouTube that hate the, the defenders of Joe Rogan, <laughs> uh, the defenders of Trump, uh, the defenders of cops killing people. It's really interesting, the people, the things that people will be actively uh, passionate about defending. Uh, and, uh, I kind of, I kind of love it. That's the, probably one of the only reasons I'm still doing the show is for all the haters out there just to give them, I got to keep feeding them fuel or else what are they going to do? They're going to die off. What? And we're going to live in a perfect universe with no haters. I don't think so. I don't think so. We need those people. We need the dumb people. We need the, the horrible people. So we, we have something to compare it to, Right. Like, the good only feels good when you go through the bad, right? The bad is necessary for when you can appreciate the good. If things were always good, we never would have that comparison in any way. So on some level, sadly, there is a need for all the hateful, horrible people in the world. If only to show the example of what not to do, the person not to be. Let's get into it, shall we? With that preamble said... Uh, with this first video here, when you live in the hood, you got this guy, uh, for those listening, putting on the new registration tag on his on his license plate. And look who it is. Sketchy dude riding his bike around, watching you, seeing what you're doing. You know, you, you give the what's up. But you're not you're not you're not totally with it. And then you cut up the, the, the tag on your, the registration tag. You, you slice it with a knife to make sure that if anybody, like that sketchy dude, comes back to try and peel it off to steal your regist registration, they can't do it. And for some reason, that was something that I thought everybody did. That's something that I've done my entire life. Every time I get a new registration tag for my car, when I put that sticker on the license plate, I always have a razor blade to make cuts into it. I think it was just what I was told. It's like my mom told me that's what you do when I got my first car, when I got my first registration, and I went to go put the registration tag on it. Or somebody told me. Maybe it wasn't even my mom. It was just somebody, one of my roommates. It's like, you know, you got to cut that thing off so people can't steal it they can't steal it, which makes sense i mean i'm sure the adhesive on those things is great and they always get like mounded up right it's such a weird thing like we're living in a weird society where the license plate the registration stickers they they it's like it's like slowly they turn into like this little 3d sculpture on the on the back of your license plate as they they pile up over the years but yeah, cutting. I until I saw this video, I thought it was a normal thing to do. Apparently, it's just a hood thing to do. 
you know i mean shit happens man people break when you're not when you don't live in a privileged like gated community or whatever i guess um this is just what the i would say normal people i wouldn't even say hood people i would say normal people because i didn't necessarily i didn't grow up rich but you know i don't it wasn't in like a poor neighborhood or anything necessarily definitely had my car broken into parked in the driveway but you know i would just say like when you when you when you live growing up uh just normal you cut let me know do you do you cut your your registration tags on your plate like me is that normal am i weird did I grow up in the hood? Is this how I'm finding out I grew up in the hood? Anyway, let's move on. The Many Faces is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day. But go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show... You can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. And you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said, let's get back to the show. Just some bad news. I mean, most of this stuff isn't good news. Some stuff's just interesting. Sometimes it's movie stuff. Uh, But this post, uh, now you can rent a robot worker for less than paying a human. And this is an old post. This is from five weeks ago. So not that old, but still, five weeks ago, this post. Uh, Robot workers of the past have been expensive and require lots of upfront capital. But a small and growing number of pay-as-you-go bots are changing the economics of smaller businesses amidst a worker shortage, which is not a worker shortage. it It is profit over people. It is money over humanity. It is the fact that robots are cheaper, like it says. Uh, and you don't have to worry about paying robots health insurance, which they barely do anyway. You don't have to worry about paying uh, robots uh, disability. Uh, you don't have to. It's like so low cost to get a robot over humans. Obviously, it's going to happen everywhere. It's going to happen everywhere. And this, like, like every single person should realize that this is going to be, in the very near future, most jobs are going to be replaced by robots or computers, both. The need for humans is vastly diminishing by the day. And it's not a worker shortage. There's plenty of people to work. It's just not worth working for the bullshit that they pay. If you're somebody that has to pay rent, right? You have to pay for food. 
you have to pay for a car so you can get to work. You have to pay for insurance. You have to pay for registration. And make sure you cut that tag up nice and good when you put that registration tag on your license plate. You pay for medical bills. Co-pays are no joke, even if you have health insurance from a job. If you can't make enough money to cover your bills, then what is the point? That's not the job for you. It's not like you can just eliminate the overhead of life because a company doesn't want to pay you enough to survive. So, yeah. Because we live in a capitalist society, corporations are designed to maximize profit, eliminate overhead, maximize profit, efficiency, productivity. All of these things are part of their bottom line. No, no, at no point is it a, a company designed to make sure that their workers are happy and healthy. If slavery was legal it would be widely used. And still, this may take over slavery. <laughs> I mean, if we were living in those times, which making $7 an hour in the year 2022 is not much different than slavery was. I mean, there's, I mean, definitely drastically different. That's not the best comparison, but that's as close as in modern society we can get to not paying for labor is to give somebody $7 an hour when, like, you can barely get a gallon of gasoline for an hour's work. Like, it, take, it would take you half a day's work to afford a cheap meal at, like, a fast food place. It's ridiculous. And it's not going to get better. They don't care. They don't care. The people that pay politicians don't care because those people are all about corporations and profit. Like, humanity doesn't fit into their equation. That at no point is part of the algorithm for life. Capitalism has zero care about human life or quality of life. It's not at all part of the thing. So this is disgusting. But, like, it's inevitable. Like, you can be mad about it all you want. I could be mad about this, sure. But, like, the solution isn't like, oh, we should get rid of robots and then let people work those jobs. Because it's not going to go that way. That's just not how progress works. Like, what, how, the, the thing is, knowing that we are going to be in a world where robots and computers do the majority of work, meaning the majority of humans are going to be out of jobs because they will be less and less and less. We're going to be at like a service economy, which we're kind of right now, right? We're all just going to be Uber drivers and Instacart shoppers. Knowing where we are headed, what is the thing we need to do as a society to evolve to make sure that we don't have chaos. Because when the majority of people are out of work and homeless, 
then you're saying that's what that's what's happening right now. That's why L.A. is full of homeless people. That's why homeless people are everywhere, because a lot of people lost their jobs during the pandemic and can't afford an apartment on the bullshit that is available, including this bullshit inflation stuff that's going on where cor corporations are just raising their prices to take advantage of a situation. It's like people that want to burn down buildings will take advantage of riots going on, of protests going on in order to get away with doing their shit. Like you can just slide that into a movement that's going on. So knowing where we're headed, what is the alt what do we need to do? Uh, you know, Ideas like universal basic income make a lot of sense. Make a lot of sense. Give everybody the opportunity to start their own home businesses. Makes a lot of sense. Considering there's not going to be a lot of other things, potential things to do. Right? You know, universal health care. These kind of social programs that will allow people to survive have at least a livable like quality of life like a, a bare minimum quality of life because of this successful country we live in where we're able to produce all these amazing things and yet like everybody's living in poverty like what are the things that we can need to do knowing that the future is robots knowing that the future is not having jobs Everybody needs to start a podcast and start selling art. <laughs> like they need to follow my business plan that has been very unsuccessful. To, I'm I, the fact that I'm alive today and I'm doing the stuff I'm doing makes no, absolutely no sense. I do not understand it. It's weird. It's weird what happens when you just go for a thing with zero plan B. It's, it's, it's make that thing work or die. It's amazing how much you can survive when, that's, when you don't have that thing to fall back on. I don't know. And it's make sure you have good friends, real friends. Because uh, let me tell you when, you, when you're like, when your options are succeed or die, and you're not succeeding necessarily, right? Like, you're not, you're not the example of financial success immediately. It's amazing how fast those people, those fake people in your life, find ways to get cut out of it. Whether it's it just, it's, it's amazing how encouraging they are to just like, oh, you, you're not good, you're toxic. Or seeing all the people that, don't want you to succeed they want you to give up it, it makes it really adds clarity to everything around you when it's like succeed or die because it's like if if like succeeding is that you you're like you're like in water the titanic sank and it's like either i sink to the bottom and it's done or i get on a, a door and I throw a jewel. I don't remember the movie. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to somebody who's never had the mentality of succeed or die.
who's never been an example of success in any way, aside from potentially a bank account, which is questionable, which is very questionable. But let's move on. The launch of Donald Trump's Twitter clone, Truth Social, is a complete mess. Anybody that thought anything different needs to reevaluate the reality you think you're living in. Because at no point has Donald Trump been associated with success. He has been his entire life a failure. And his supporters, the little Trump simps out there, will be like, oh, you're just jealous of a billionaire. Is he a billionaire? He has zero successful businesses. He has filed chapter 13. He's filed bankruptcy more times than he's had, like, children that we know of. Like, the dude has produced zero success in his entire life. He was given a presidency after not even successfully getting the popular votes. He's never won the, an election on the popular vote. The, the first election was probably bullshit. And if like, and he knows it was bullshit, that's why when he lost again, he was like, ah, oh, I know this thing is bullshit. So anybody that thought, and on top of his lack of success throughout his entire life, which he's always played with his daddy's money, He's never he's not like a self-made man. His daddy had money. Gave him money. Gave him loans. Oh, my son, he's horrible. He wants to start a business. He's got this project thing. Let's throw some money at it. Oh, then his dad died and he gets all this other kinds of money. And then he's like, you know, got all these lawyers so he's able to like screw everybody out of money. Then he like somehow gets in office so he's like grifting he's like always asking for money all these conservatives are constantly begging for money nobody nobody looks for handouts more than a conservative with legal funds it is ridiculous their game plan is so cookie cutter by the book you see it with kyle rettenhouse now him setting up his fund to sue people and him like talking about all the people want like motherfucker you're lucky you're not in prison you got away with literally got away with murder why don't you go sit down and think about what you've done but no his mommy loves it his parents love that is he's a murderer and then he got away with murdering people because those are the kinds of people that love trump and think he's successful for what reason they like buy bullshit like bullshit is so easily consumed and believed by these people that think that they are that they know the truth <laughs> like like they are the number one shit consumers and they think everybody else is being misled by this giant conspiracy this complex organization and like cooperation that's going on globally to make all of their wishes and dreams come true there's this weird reality that they've they've constructed for themselves thanks to their their overlord 
worshiper. It's disgusting. So yeah, his his app sucks. Congratulations. I have a buddy of mine's a comic, actor, comedian, podcaster, Gareth Reynolds. Uh one of the only people I know that's trying to sign up for this, I'm assuming for uh, I mean, I guess there's other people that are kind of like that monitor uh, a lot of these people, um, these right wing conservative Nazis. Uh, he tried signing up for uh, this thing, this truth social. And at first it was like impossible to sign up. And then there's like a waiting list and it's like this gigantic waiting list of people waiting to sign up for this and it's like tech companies are not easy to just start because you feel like starting them like trump has never uh, has zero experience starting and running a successful business zero experience so because he has zero experience he has zero respect for the work it takes to make something successful especially a tech company you think Twitter just came out? You know how many competitors to Twitter there have been over the years? Competitors to Instagram. Facebook didn't even start out as the... Facebook was like the third iteration of a thing. But Trump, because he has zero experience with success in any form or fashion, has been given everything to him. This is somebody that's never had to work. He's just been given Everything's been a gift to him. That's the privilege that this worthless piece of shit exists in. That he thinks, oh, I'll just, I'll just make my own social media and it's going to perform brilliantly. And then he's probably like everybody that he hired to develop the software, right? Develop the platform. He is not going to pay. At some point, this is his game plan, he's not going to pay them, and he's going to force them to go to court, and they'll settle in court, and he'll pay fractions on the dollar that he would have, that what he would actually owe these people. Because that's what he does. He just steals, he steals work from people. He steals time from pe people. He forces people to work and labor over his bullshit ideas uh, for a fraction of what the agreed price is. Because that's what he's, he's successful at hiring good lawyers, clearly. I mean, he didn't get impeached or whatever. Or he's impeached twice, but he didn't get, I don't know the, the actual thing. But somehow he gets lawyers that defend him and it works. So, yeah. Uh, it's probably going to go horrible. And then he's going to blame somebody for it going horrible and probably suing whatever company's running it for him. But, yeah, I'm not surprised. Of course, it's like not an easy thing to make a functioning social media platform. It's it's like, you know, but he doesn't know that because he's never had to like he's he's never had to pay for he's for any of his mistakes. Right? Like he is the guy when he fell off the horse his parents had a servant to run over and catch him before he hit the ground. Like he's never fa he's fallen off of every horse. He's just never landed on the ground because of his privilege, because of his, because of his wealthy family, because of the type of 
world that we live in that values rich white men for some reason and why they he has so many simps but he's never he's every time this motherfucker falls off a horse there's some society is something the lawyers will catch him and then he'll blame somebody for him falling off the horse it wasn't because of his inexperience his his lack of of uh, abilities it is always somebody else's fault so anyway anybody surprised that trump's social media isn't going well just just clearly hasn't been paying attention to his entire life join inspired disorder plus today head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join membership includes members only discounts and deals you get access to the Ray Taylor show completely ad free as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Let's move on to our last little piece, some movie trivia, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. George Lucas originally wanted Yoda to pl- be played by a monkey wearing a mask and holding a cane. And as somebody who is not a fan of George Lucas, who thinks he is wildly overrated, like you want to talk about another guy. I mean, at least George Lucas has had success in his life. It is something that he, he holds many miles of, of experience over somebody like Trump. Uh, George Lucas has had success but he's also full of shit. He is wildly overrated. Like, the ideas that he has were stolen. He says that, like, everything was mapped out and planned in advance, but it's clear that it wasn't. There's so many contradictions. He, like, he's an artist that goes back and makes his work worse. When he went back and, like, added a bunch of digital stuff to the... In a time where, like, digital stuff wasn't even that good yet. Like, he is somebody that I'm very glad. Not that I'm a big Star Wars fan. Like, he's kind of made me less of a fan of Star Wars over the years. But thankfully, he's not in control of it anymore. Not that Disney's much better, necessarily. But at least we got Ryan Johnson Star Wars. You know, that's a, that's a, a shining, a silver lining in the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, if that if Yoda had been played instead of by a puppet, you know, voiced and 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 puppeteered by a master, I think it was Frank Oz, right? Uh, if that had been replaced by a monkey wearing a mask and holding a cane, it would have been the biggest flop. It would be such a joke. Because there's no way it would have looked good back in like what when when did when did uh 
Empire Strikes Back come out? Nineteen eighty. You telling me the technology in nineteen eighty would have produced a legitimately passing Yoda of a monkey in a mask and a cane? Like if if George Lucas of you know the prequel time had that idea, he would have done it. And that's what the prequels were. Like, the prequels were an example of nobody around George Lucas telling him, like, that's not a good idea. Because somebody, when he came up with the idea to have a monkey play Yoda, somebody said no. And that carried weight enough for him not to go with that. Whereas a fir- little bit further in his career, if he was making Empire Strikes Back, it would have been a monkey in a mask, and it would have been bad. He probably would have had Jar Jar Binks's voice instead of Yoda's actual voice, because that's what that's what George Lucas, the unencumbered, unrestricted George Lucas makes. He makes Jar Jar Binks when he has just surrounded by yes men. Versus him having to work within a system of, like, clear-minded people. Uh, He went with a puppet instead. The monkey plan ended up being too much of a hassle. So Star Wars brought Yoda to life in puppet form. Yeah. Uh, I'm very glad. And And it holds up. That's the thing with puppets. Even though you know it's puppets, like... It still holds up better than, like, bad CG, I would say. Like, I appreciate some good puppet work way more than bad CG. Like, even Little Shop of Horrors, right? Rick Moranis, that plant, that puppet, looks so good, even today. And that came out in, like, the 80s. I mean, can you tell that it's like, yeah, it's kind of a puppet? Is it like stop motiony, maybe? But it still looks better than like so much of the like the g- generic CG crap. Like all of Seymour's scenes would have been in the dark, and you can't see anything. But you can actually light a puppet well. You can light stop action well. You don't have to hide bad quality CG. Um, yeah. So George Lucas overrated. Happy they went with the puppet. And uh Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> I mean I liked I love the originals. And again, Ryan Johnson's I think it's I mean is it is my favorite Star Wars film. Um I JJ Abrams another overrated director in my opinion. The prequels, not good. Like most, like as a franchise, Star Wars, very inconsistent. A couple great movies, some mediocre, and a lot of bad. Like almost half of it is just bad. So as a franchise, like one of the like most overrated franchise for the people that are like, 
like worship Star Wars, where it's like their identity as a human on this planet is a, as a Star Wars fan first and foremost. Like that is sad. Even Harry Potter is a far more consistent and cohesive franchise. Because that's that's what happens when somebody's actually good at writing and like has actual like it is not like making up a story on the fly that they stole from somebody else. Anyway, George Lucas overrated. Uh, let's do some shout outs and get out of here, shall we? Shout out to Mexican Problemas. Shout out Wired. Shout out Vice News and shout out Slash Film. But most importantly, shout out to you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring.